0: Welcome everyone, this is Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Rudin and I will be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about perfection and imperfection. Because if we look back at where I left off the last episode, it was almost a cliffhanger. We were saying that the secret to having a warrior mindset is going to be about being imperfect. That concept, when I was presented to it years ago, so my early 20s, I was like, being perfect is about being imperfect or having a good life or having a strong mindset is about being imperfect. I was thinking, well, that's like the opposite of what we were told. We were told to not make any mistakes and to always strive for a hundred percent, right? To get that A, that A plus whatever it is, and to not have errors in our life. If we don't have errors, then we finally said we got a hundred. We got the Best score we possibly can, a perfect grade, a perfect score. Right? You can get a 4.0, 4.0 GPA. You can get an A plus, a hundred percent on the test. Right? Yes, you can get a hundred and two if you have extra credit or something like that. But that two points, it just goes to a different test that wasn't a hundred or wasn't a perfect score. So we learn about perfection from when we're young, right? We bring a bad test home to our parents and we say, hey, mom, you know, I got a, a D on my test or "Hey, dad, I got a, you know, a, a B or whatever. We live in a culture where we understand grades very well. There are certain places in the world, I know certain places in Asia, that if you come home with anything less than A, you have failed. That means if you got an 89, you failed. So it's a very difficult upbringing there. Because the bar is set so high. But what happens when the bar is set so high? Does it bring about good or does it bring about bad? And we're going to be talking about today because most people think, well, if the bar is set high, it's a good thing. But then sometimes there's going to be certain situations where the bar is set very high and it brings about poor quality children or individuals that are raised. The first thing we're going to dissect is the bar being raised very high. So when the bar is raised, being very high, right? The child has two choices to say, I'm going to reach that bar. And they do, they get their grades. And now they're literally immersed in their education. They say, I can't do sports. I can't do anything else. I have to only focus on my education because that is where the bar is. It's not so much about being the star basketball player. It could be, it's not about, you know, being the head cheerleader. It could be, But it's more so about, all right, I need to be the best to these standards, right? So in Asia, you know, being the number one, maybe the top five, top 10% of your class is where you want to be. The issue is those children that are spending all their time studying and not having a social life, they might be ousted. They might be ridiculed by the kids who are, you know, the bottom percent, right? Your delinquents. Remember, we talked about that podcast where I said haters are going to hate and haters are going to hate people who are, again, ahead of them and do better than them. So these kids are going to get bullied, maybe. So these kids are going to, again, have a hard time making friends or maybe even wanting to make friends because they feel if they have a bunch of friends, they can't focus on their studies anymore. So they live in their mind. They live in their own life. They don't learn how to communicate effectively to other humans. They don't learn the art of being cordial. They just kind of live in their own little bubble. So what happens is that eventually they are an adult, right? They have this high level of success that they have achieved, and they realize that just because they did all that work, life didn't become any easier. Life is still full of struggles. Yes, you might be able to get a CEO job, and you might be like the head honcho of a company, but just because you're in that position does not mean your life is any easier your life is still full of hardships. Your life was hard when you were struggling to reach that bar, and your life is hard now that you have finally attained great success. Sometimes it can be easy, but we give ourselves that mentality of, I have to be perfect. I have to keep on striving to be number one. Is that helpful long term? We look at the aspect of now saying, well, I don't care about being number one, right? So we look at those delinquents and the people who might be making fun of the nerds or the people who are in the top 10%, and we just make their life a living hell. So those people, they have negative behaviors, maybe a negative mindsets, and maybe a fixed mindset. They might want more in their life, but they are looking at their circumstances and say, what's the point, right? The disparity or the discrepancy between where they are to where they have to be is such a large gap. It's like, what's the point? So when we get to that, what's the point phase, we have a hard time when it comes to mindset, because people are going to say, well, what's the point? They don't take action or they don't do what they need to do. However, we can get to that point and we can say, well, we are so far ahead what can we do to get a little bit closer, right? So we just change our internal dialogue. What can we do to get a little bit closer? So if you're one of those people who are just down and out, bottom, you know, of the barrel, ask yourself, what's one thing you can do today to make your life better for tomorrow? Heck, it might be calling your mom. It might be cleaning up your room. It might be washing the dishes. It might be walking around the block, going to the gym, you know, paying a bill, whatever it be, right? Do it. This one, this one thing. If it's a big thing, maybe put it off until a later day. Just kind of do the things that you can do very easily in the beginning. Then you're going to start to build a stronger mindset. And eventually you're going to get to the point where now you're in that top 10%. How do you get there? You got there a step at a time. How you did it was different than how the other person did it. The other person did it by their parents setting the bar or society setting the bar very high. And you did it by saying, all right, I need to do this in steps, right? So depending on where you are, do you accept what you need to do and you just do it? Or do you fall short and then you give yourself this negative mindset and saying, you know what? It's too difficult for me to get to that high bar status. So I'm just going to accept, I'm going to become complacent, I'm going to remain complacent. That is not a good place to be, right? So we give ourselves that mindset of, what can I do today to elevate myself? Just one thing. And you do that, and you make it a routine, and you remain disciplined and consistent. You're going to see that you can get to that high bar too, but you didn't get to that high bar because society said you got there. You did it because you have learned your potential. There's a difference. One learns your potential. One forces potential. So when we look at the aspect of what we're going to be talking about today, a warrior is about being imperfect, right? If we are trying to be perfect, just like that high bar status individual, we have our issues. We still have problems. We still have, you know, a lot of circumstances that happen. Just how, if we look at the example of Hollywood, right? People who have achieved greatness and you see in the news where they're on drugs and they're in rehab and they're alcoholics and, you know, they're doing all this negative stuff. What's happening there? And the reason is, is because they have reached such a high level, not saying that they didn't work from the bottom, right? But they have reached such a high level, high standard, where it's like they're looking for a coping mechanism. Not saying that every successful person does this, not everyone does. Some people have learned to appreciate, be humble, remain consistent, and to always keep elevating the bar. Because the issue is, once you reach that bar, do you say, I reached it? Or do you say there's more for me to go? If you say, I reached the top, I reached my fame, right? I'm, I'm this person, right? Everyone knows who I am. You are going to crash there. That is your plateau where you finally are going to learn, well, how far you can hit rock bottom. And that's where the issues come, right? We give ourselves that plateau, that standard of perfection, right? Oh, we, you know, we're good, but. If we say not yet, it's not yet it's not yet it's not, it's not perfect yet. can you ever be done? yes, you can, but there is an aspect to being done and then being perfect all right because for example, right we have a motivational video series we're on season seven right now. We have a gradual understanding of motivation as we have been going in our seasons. that means motivation emotion one. We had a understanding of mindset. Motivation motion season seven is a different type of mindset. How I present the different types of mindsets during the seasons are through music and are going to be through just different logic patterns. So we might talk about the aspect of just people. We might talk about the aspect of understanding your power within you, your potential human potential, or we might ask about societal norms what's going on in the world? And should we allow the world to depict what type of mindset that we have? Now, I always say you can choose what type of mindset you have. You don't have to have any type of mindset that I tell you. The mindsets that I tell you are, again, tools. Tools for you to get to the life that you want. That means if you need a warrior mindset from our last episode, use that mindset to get there. If you need a growth mindset to get to the best places in your life, do it. You might be able to get there with a fixed mindset, right? But how long is that going to take? So you get to choose your vehicle to your destination. And you have a choice. You can get a Ferrari or you can get a Toyota Prius. Whatever choice you make is going to determine the length of your journey. Now, just because your journey is long, it does not mean your journey is not good. So that means you can have a good journey and it can be filled with all the good things in your life. Some people think, or they mistake speed for success. I'm going to get there very quickly. So you rush, 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 and you finally get there. But did you enjoy it? Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not, right? Maybe you didn't make any mistakes, right? You got there a lot quicker because you didn't make any mistakes. But did you learn? We learn best from our mistakes. We learn from our imperfections. So for the people who are having a hard time in life, do you even look at your imperfections as a learning lesson or do you see them as something that you disdain? You're like, oh, I disdain this. I want to give an example. When I was going to be a teacher, I had a choice, right, to study hard and to become a teacher and teach for the rest of my life or I can do a pivot and I can say, you know what, this is not the path that I want to be on. I said, you know, I want to be a teacher, Right. Because again, I'm in the mindset. I'm in the mindset of, you know, this is the bar that I set for myself. Let me reach it. This is perfect for me because then I create, you know, safety and security. And, you know, it would have been a very complacent, simple life. The life I'm living now today is hectic. It's crazy. I enjoy every minute of it. If I lived that teacher life still, I would have to overcome a mindset that didn't want that type of uh, career for myself. There was something within me that was saying, don't do it. Don't do it. And my actions were reflective to that way of thinking of that subconscious. I was like, only thing I have to do is pass a test and I'll be a teacher forever. But I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do to pass the test. I got all the material. Yeah, I didn't look at it. Yeah, I waited to the last minute, the day before or the morning of. And I said, okay, I'm going to try to cram, cram, cram. And I know this is not how I learned. So I'm doing everything that is against what I know to be effective. Why am I doing that? It took me some time to figure it out. But the answer was, I didn't want what I was going for. I didn't want the goal that was ahead of me. Sometimes we are given a goal, right? Going back to you know how parents can say, you need to get an A. You need to be on a sports team, right? You need to be the best player, right? That's someone else's goal for you. In my mind, that goal that I was going for was an old version of myself. It was. It was for an old version of myself. I've grown during the years of, you know, early years of me being a teacher. And I said, you know, I need to make some impact in the world. Because I didn't start off as being a teacher. I started off in accounting and business finance. And then I switched to being a teacher so it it would actually be logical to understand that there was one more switch going on in my mind, but at the same time, it was something that I wasn't aware to. It took me some time to understand well, my actions are not again corresponding with the results that I want to get because if I wanted it, I would have studied if I wanted, it, I would have did everything in my power to be a teacher to remain a teacher, yet in my mine, I did not want to be stuck in the school. And thank God I left. Because today, even today, if I went on that path, I would have been on that path maybe three, four years at most before I left. So that means I would have just been holding off on creating Revan Concepts, changing my life and my circumstances for about four years and then i would have realized it by the time i was 35 or something like that saying oh wait i'm not happy with this yes i would have been a great teacher yes i would have have helped students be better than where they are right now but at the same time i wouldn't have created this vehicle that i have established what is happening now is that my life of imperfection of of struggle of failure has led me to a life where it's not perfect yet. I'm far from perfect, and to be honest, I I don't want to reach perfect. I just want to always give myself a new problem, a new something to go for. That's what I did, right? You know, season one of Motivation and Motion had ended, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm done with season one." You know, like, good job. But then I said, "You know what?" I need to have season two. And I remember I told my wife and I was like, I think I'm going to start season two. And she says, well, I don't know why you stopped. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Why did I stop? And the reason why I stopped is because I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a system. It was the first time I did something. I had to be imperfect. I had to make a mistake. So I made the mistake. I learned from my mistake. And now we have motivation and emotion scheduled all the way up to season nine. Is always going to probably keep on going. It probably is one of those things that are never going to end until there's no more Revenant Concepts because it's such an easy thing for me to do where it's just like maybe 45 minutes of my time to make an episode and I bring it to you and you have three to four minutes of goodness. And I'm talking about that good, good. All right. So if you get, you know, three to four minutes of like good sex or something like that, you're like, oh, this is good. But then maybe you want, you know, more or whatever like that. So let me know. All right. I'll make a longer episode for you. We are trying to get to that sweet spot, right? That sweetness in your life where you're not just looking for perfect, you're looking for the imperfections in your life. You're looking for the areas where you can improve upon because we all have areas we can improve upon. We have areas that were not good. We have things that we constantly make mistakes in and we can make some improvements. The issue is sometimes people don't want to come out as hey, I need help. Hey, I need some assistance. Because that feeling can create embarrassment as a good word. Because sometimes people feel embarrassed. They said, you know, like, I thought I can do this by myself. And it just seems like everything I'm doing is just not helpful. It's just not working for me. So we give ourselves this idea of I'm in this battle by myself. But in the moments where I was down and out, and where people are down and out, If you have a mentor, you have a coach, you have someone there saying, hey, you're not done yet. Get up, do it again. Think of like a trainer. Come on, two more. And you're thinking in your head, I can't do two more. I can barely do the one I'm doing right now. But you do it. Because working out is a mindset. Being imperfect is a mindset. Being perfect is a mindset. But the thing about being perfect is that you give yourself a end goal and when you get there it's like well what's next so much like beating a video game right there's a beginning there's an ending when you beat the game what do you do do you say well it's a fun game let me beat it again maybe but if you do that you're putting on it maybe a harder difficulty something along those lines you're trying to like do new things in the game you're giving yourself new objectives trying to do it quicker maybe you're trying to you know get all of the achievements so you're giving yourself a goal But there's an aspect also when you win that video game, you beat it. You put the controller down, you step away from the game, close the game, think about it maybe, you're like, I beat it, I'm done. There's nothing else for me to do in this game. Do you just move on to the next game? Or do you just say, well, I beat the game? And you just sit there. Most people are going to say, well, that was a fun game and they give themselves a different game or they do something different. Perfection is similar to that where we finally perfected the game, right? We beat it. We might stay there for a little bit, but then we say, you know what? There's something else for me to do. There's something else for me to accomplish to conquer. Let me conquer the next thing. And during that next thing, right? So let's just keep using video games as the example. Let's say you play a game and you keep losing and you suck in the beginning, not like how you were When you got to perfection at the end of your last video game, you are now again a beginner, a novice, and you have to overcome those challenges to be good. And when you're finally good, guess what happens? Now you're like, now I'm good. So you went through again, more struggles, more challenges to reach again that perfection, that beating the video game, getting all your achievements. And in life, we give ourselves goals. Aspirations. So we reach perfect, but then we should look for new imperfections so we can keep elevating ourselves. Because if you're always going to say, well, I made it. I beat it. I want that life. You're going to find that you have no purpose and the body needs purpose. Because if you don't have purpose, if you don't have problems, the body is going to begin shutting down. You have to give yourself something to look for, something to work toward imperfections are the best way that you can give yourself that drive. I'm not good at this. I want to be better at this. Create a business. My business is not yet known around the world. I want to make my brand well-known. I want to build this company up to XYZ amount of money. From there, you're starting to understand that life's not only about the successes, but about the journey. The imperfections, you're going to learn so much along the way. For the people who are thinking that life's all about just the fast ticket, the golden ticket to success, those people who get that golden ticket, they don't hold on to that lifestyle very long. And the reason being is that they understand in their head if that they don't have imperfections or at least their subconscious mind understands this. If they don't have imperfections, they're going to find themselves extremely unhappy. And heck, they might be extremely unhappy that they had the perfect life, the perfect life. and they lost it. But that's the wrong mindset to be in because if you're thinking about what you have lost, then you can't be focused on what you will gain. So we need to adjust our mindset to not only look at perfection as the end-all, be-all things that we should be looking for, but to look at the growth potential that we have within us that we can take each and every day. For the people who are having a hard time understanding their true potential, their growth, I encourage you to head over to ReverendConcepts.com. Look at some of our material from our blogs to our motivational videos to even continuing and listening more of the podcast and start to ask yourself the questions that are going to be necessary for you to make massive changes in your life. It doesn't have to be big action today, it can be small action, but take that action today, head over to the website, get yourself a consultation, begin your coaching journey and to start to give yourself that ideal of seeking imperfection. It might not be pretty in the beginning, it might not be the most glamorous and the most thought-provoking thing that comes to your mind to seek imperfection, but the end result might never come. But the benefits of doing that are going to lead you to some of the most amazing destinations in your life. And I encourage you to reach those destinations sooner rather than later. My name is Michael Reardon, I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me session at gmail.com and I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching In Session. Until then, everyone take care.